Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're kicking off the Rich Eisen Show. Now, 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 now. They are back. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I have to be the first on the plane. I've got to be first. I've got to be the first on the plane. Because you know, the overhead bin, that is, that's a... That's, Premium real estate. That is, that is exactly right. Today's guests, senior columnist for The Athletic, David Aldridge. Panthers wide receiver, Adam Thielen. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, indeed. Can confirm I am back here in this chair. Thank you so very much. What a what a welcome. What a, what a hero's welcome here on the Rich Eisen Show, here on the Roku Channel. Thrilled to be here, sitting here in Los Angeles studios of the Rich Eisen Show. You can watch us every day on the Roku Channel. We say hello to our terrestrial radio audience, who we adore, our Sirius XM Odyssey audience, as well our podcast listeners. Back here in the chair, greatly appreciative of Kirk Morrison, Tom Pelissero, and Steve Weissman. Uh, sitting in this chair while I was uh, on walkabout in uh, uh, in the, the great country of Israel uh, with my family um, uh, visiting um, nothing but uh, 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 parenting. Oh, my God. So glad to be back here in the chair. <laughs> Tanned and uh, somewhat rested, but uh, beautiful to see you guys. Uh, Chris Brockman, thank you to you. DJ Mikey Diaz and Diaz Nuts. Also to you, TJ Jefferson, for expertly holding down the fort while uh, I was able to, to do my thing in a way. So thank you. Greatly appreciate it. And thank you to the audience for being with us here on uh, on the Roku channel and everything else. How you guys doing? Good to see you. Good to great. see you. Great. Yeah? Yeah. Did you miss me? No. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> That'll wrap rich. it up. I miss That'll wrap rich. it up. Two hours and like 57 minutes shot. I felt like I was with you on your trip from your 20 posts. Yeah. See, you know, I see. We knew what you said. You're such part. a hater. I'm not a hater. Why are you less, welcoming me back with not, hate? What do you mean? I'm not. Well, who's hating? Do you know? I, you who's know, hating? <laughs> less is more, Rich. You know this. Okay. Let's get into Let's put a pin in that, but I do want to have that conversation later on. <laughs> Uh, let's let's just jump in with both feet. It's NBA draft week yep. here in the United States, yep, and uh, word is that Victor Wembanyama arrived in the United States hey. yesterday, uh, and he arrived from France in Newark International Airport, which means he turned right around and said, I want no part of the United States of America. <laughs> I got to say, have you been in Newark recently? I have. They redid it. It looks really nice. The yes. Airport's beautiful. Exactly. But you know what? It's uh, I'm just thrilled that apparently 
uh, he's through and everything. Because uh, when I heard that he was he landed at Newark International Airport, I thought he's going to get drafted by the Spurs on Thursday night. And they're going, where's Victor? He's still on the tarmac because there's a plane in his gate. By the way, that does happen all the time. Oh, you think? Every time. All right. America. But anyway, like coming to America. He's Hello, here. my people. He's here. He's in the United States, and he will soon be a San Antonio Spur, as we all know. But the big news hit over the weekend, and I'm sure you guys talked about it at length with Kirk Morrison yesterday in this chair, but Bradley Beal is now going from the Washington Wizards to the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. and the word started sparking last week that Beal was on the street. Uh, he was in the marketplace. He was out there to go get. And, uh, you know... The Suns didn't have to break up their team to go get him because his contract was so expensive with a no-trade clause that allowed him to choose where he wanted to go. And the uh, Wizards got back, one would say, less than market value for somebody as good and as terrific as the man who led the league in scoring as recently as 2020 in Bradley Beal. And uh, David Aldridge of The Athletic is going to be first up to explain to us why the uh, the Suns were able to add Bradley Beal to a team with Kevin Durant, to a team with Devin Booker, to a team still with DeAndre Ayton, for Chris Paul, Landry Shamit. <laughs> A bunch of second-round choices. Because they don't have any first-rounders because they used them to get Kevin Durant. And uh, a pick swap. Hey, swap. A little pick swap. And that's it. Honestly, when I saw this uh, on the beaches of Tel Aviv, words I've never said (laughs) before in my life, but now (laughs) as I'm reading this, I literally thought to myself, Maybe there's more. Uh, I I need to refresh. Maybe there. This right, is player just, to be named later. Maybe 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 it's the reception out here. I don't know. I did hit refresh a couple times. I'm like, there's got to be another paragraph to this Woj story, <laughs> and there wasn't. And there wasn't. And here I was leaving this studio a week and a half ago, wondering if the Nuggets' success would lead to a copycat in the NBA. To let's just. Build a team. Right. Let's not go the super team route. Is this the end of the super team era? And you've got a Suns team that looks right at the Nuggets, right at Jokic putting down his Serbian. What, what, what I don't know what the currency is on uh, on you know win placer show. And he's there, and we saw what Murray was able to build himself into in this team with Aaron Gordon and everyone else. I think it's a Serbian dinar. There you go, a dinar. Putting his hard-earned dinars on off-track betting in Serbia. They do accept U.S. dollars and euros. Just... Here I thought maybe this is the end of the super team era. And the Suns are like, nope. That's a pretty, Not pretty good super team. At all. <laughs> And to me, this is a huge stone thrown into the association pond of NBA draft week because it's not just what are the Suns looking like next year. It's like, what about Chris Paul? Because he's not staying in Washington. Mm, And he wants to come to this here town 
does he want to get on the banana boat with LeBron and what everyone believes is his last year as a Laker? Does he want to maybe TJ Jefferson look you in the eye and says, you want to be, be a Spurs fan, do you? Good. You want to give up on the Clippers, do you? I mean, I, come on, TJ. And just when he is sent packing so the Suns can create a triumvirate in the so-called post-Super Bowl super team era, how does... Kawhi, Paul George, and Chris Paul sound to you. Injured. That's how it sounds. <laughs> Very good. What about Chris Paul to Boston? What about Chris Paul to fill in the blank? What about Chris Paul to Miami? Ooh, I think they want Dame time. That's the <laughs> other ripple <laughs> effect don't. because Miami <laughs> not landing Beal would that have taken them out of the mix for Lillard? Is Lillard in play? Does it matter who, knows? who the Hornets, with their first selection post-Michael Jordan owning the team as the majority owner, does it matter who the Hornets are taking second overall on Thursday night? If they leave Scoot Henderson for the Blazers, Blazers. does that mean... Blazers. They trade Lillard and start with Scoot Henderson. Because what is Scoot going to do with uh, Lillard? Maybe nice backcourt, I guess. Brandon Miller comes. Does that change the dynamic for the Blazers? Does neither choice for the Blazers matter? Lillard wants out or he's going to stay because he likes one of these kids. I don't know. Is Zion in play? David Aldridge is going to break this all down for for us. But I... I just find it funny that uh, I'm sitting here wondering, does this mean the end of super teams in the NBA? Because we've seen what the Nuggets can do with a terrific two-man game and a supporting cast with young players. You started the super team, bro! And then what about Draymond Green? Yeah, he's out there right now. Does he stay with the Warriors to keep that triumvirate together? you got to figure the Warriors are going to go all in to do that because the Suns have three now, and the Clippers might wind up with three now, or the Lakers might wind up with LeBron, AD, and CP3. What a week. Next 48 hours are going to be, as the kids say, lit. Let's go. David Aldridge on that. While I was gone, uh, Tom Pelissero had Dalvin Cook on this program. That was a great conversation. That was was one of those, I'm strolling around the old city of Jerusalem. I'm like, hey, Tom landed Dalvin Cook? No way. (laughs) (laughs) We got a call 10 minutes before, and his agent was like, Dalvin's ready. And Tom's like, uh, we're talking talking to Leonard Fournette. Can you wait 10 minutes? (laughs) There we go. And I'm trying to find reception at the the Wailing Wall, which is words I never thought I would say either. It's also disrespectful. But I can say that. And so Dalvin Cook comes on this show and says that he's ready to roll in this league. He's going to have a, he. All I took from that conversation is this guy's got a chip on his shoulder. And I just do not understand the devaluation of the running back position in the NFL. I do not get it. It's At some point, somebody like Saquon He's going to have to strike a blow, I guess. McCaffrey did that a couple years ago, and all it keeps doing is just going backwards and backwards and backwards. I guess Derrick Henry's going to have to run the ball down people's throats as a 30-year-old to prove that it can be done. 
I don't know. Dalvin's out there. Zeke is out there. Leonard Fournette was on this program as well. He's, He's out, out there. Out there, yeah. I like Lenny. Now, one way that Dalvin Cook could somehow improve his standing is if he, like the association, forms a tandem with another free agent and becomes a package deal. Is that what Dalvin Cook is cooking up with DeAndre Hopkins? As Dalvin said this on my buddy Adam Schefter's podcast. Dynamic player like D Hop, everybody knows who D Hop is. Like you know what you're getting out of D Hop, and you know what he's gonna bring to your roster. And it's the same for me. Like you know what the film speaks for itself. Like I don't really got to do too much. Like you know, talking about who Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins is, but we haven't talked. And he was one of those guys that I was gonna reach out to because, like, I know he got the same mindset as me. Like we trying to go win, we trying to get on the roster and trying to go contend. So if we can't end up on the same roster and be on the same team. You know, that'll be the beauty of the situation. You know, you we, we know what we're trying to come do and what we bring to the team. So if we end up on the same roster, man, that'll be something like, that'll be something epic for, for, for NFL. Two things. First of all, <laughs> I know Dalvin way. Cook, I hope he signs somewhere because 9-volt batteries are very expensive. Except <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fire alarm, bro. <laughs> How many times is that going to happen to people? Dude. And, it, <laughs> and if Dalvin Cook's house is anything like mine, it is something that requires a 20-foot ladder to reach. It's always yes. the least geographically sound fire alarm the that's requiring that, the 9-volt yeah. battery. Right. Mm-hmm. And it always, by the way, would happen at 2.30 in the morning. So at least Dalvin's ahead of the game. <laughs> unless he and Shefty are Zooming at 2.30 in the morning, which I doubt. You never know. Depends that's on number one. Number two. <laughs> I don't know who who in the who who in the hell is going to be able to afford both Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins at this stage of the game. I guess you can do whatever you want to do. You know, I I guess you do the cap magic to make it happen. But the one team I could think of that would be able to just jump in and make that move that would be your team. T.J. Jefferson. Look, man, don't try to get my hopes up. What if the Dallas Cowboys wake up? uh, Let's just play this game. I want to play. Let's play this game. What if the Dallas Cowboys wake up and say, all right, Dalvin and DeAndre, you can take a little bit of a haircut because we got Tony Pollard here, but how does Dalvin and Tony Pollard with DeAndre Hopkins added to the mix of C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup and the rest of that team sound to you? How does that narrow what we all in the NFL world believe is a gap between the defending NFC champion Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. How would that close that gap in a heartbeat? Who else could go ahead and make this package deal for the two of them? I'm not, I'm, and again, I am not looking at salary caps at all. Well, you got to. I know you do, but in this day, in this game, why not? Just oh, for just going to play games. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Denver Broncos. How does that right. get things working for Sean Payton if they sign mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins on the spot? How does Russ cooking with DeAndre sound to you? How does that work in the AFC West? Sounds like a Michelin restaurant. The, uh, by the way, I'm going down the list of the teams that I had for the top five landing spot oh, yeah. for Dalvin Cook. I don't know how that one would work. 
But this is just a fascinating idea for a running back in this league where everybody's like, great job running for a 1,000 yards, four straight years. Great job being a perennial pro bowler. I understand, you know, you had some issues with your shoulder, and I know that you got that surgically repaired and you're fixed, and you're as healthy as ever in your 27. Uh, good luck um, doing that somewhere else because you're getting paid $11 million, and that's too much for a running back when $11 million is going everywhere for tackles, corners, on a couple of teams, safeties. But no, 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 running backs, we can go get some kid in the fifth, sixth, seventh round to do what you can do for pennies on the dollar. It's economics, Rich. But that's the running back position where everyone's like, screw it. We can find those. You're a dime a dozen, even though not everybody can run for a thousand yards for four straight years and do what Dalvin Cook has done. Good luck with that. And I guess we can find out if Alexander Madison, the Vikings are 1,000% in 2023, the laboratory of what's going on at the running back position. 1,000%. Can Alexander Madison do what Dalvin Cook has done? Can he do it? Because the answer to that question will have a lot to do with what the Vikings can do to repeat as NFC North champions. Can't wait to see that one play out. And if Dalvin Cook can improve his standing and get somewhat in the neighborhood of $11 million because DeAndre Hopkins is coming in too, but D-Hop wants to get paid like Odell, and Dalvin wants to get paid like McCaffrey. So I don't know how they're going to package it up unless they both split the fair. Go Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) I like your game. Hopefully they listen to that. Dallas. Would be spectacular for both. Just throwing it out there. Oh, Oh, there it is. Wait a minute. What's going on? By the way, do you know, for people who are watching on the Roku channel at home, they're probably like, wait a minute, get the ladder. Sue! Don't do that. That's like when you, if you play a, if you play a police siren on a radio show. Oh my gosh. You know, people are driving along all of a sudden, uh uh-oh. Don't do that, Mike. I'm my sorry. God, that's the worst drop we've ever had. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was great. Drives my dogs nuts, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, dogs oh, hate yeah, yeah, Dogs oh hate that noise. They're like, hate it. All right. Let's take a break. <laughs> by the way, James Cook is on tomorrow's program, I believe. We, we hope. What does that mean? Well, last time we was 10 minutes before, he was like meeting with the GM. Uh-oh. No, that was Gabe Davis. Oh. Yeah. Same yeah. team. Okay. At any rate, good stuff. (laughs) Uh, Back here in the chair, David Aldridge is going to join us to make heads or tails of what happened with Bradley Beal. He wrote a great piece in The Athletic explaining all that, so we're going to have him explain that as well as preview a wild NBA draft week. Albert Breer on what we just discussed and so much more in the NFL. And Adam Thielen, now of the Carolina Panthers, formerly of the Vikings, and your calls at 844-204-RICH. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh, so much going on in the association, so as we know, with the NBA draft coming up in two days in New York City. And to talk about the Bradley Beal trade that I think is kicking off the whole week with so much coming out of that is the senior NBA columnist for The Athletic and a longtime compadre of mine from back in the day on SportsCenter, David Aldridge, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, D.A.? I am good, Rich. How are you? I am doing well. I, uh, I, your your material on the Bradley Beal trade and why it went down the way it did and um, and the uh, potential after effects is the best I, I read uh, anywhere. So I appreciate you joining here to, to explain to everyone uh, why the trade went down the way it did and looked to be such a steal for the Suns, David. Well, I, I look, I think... Um... The Wizards painted themselves in a corner um, by giving Bradley the no-trade clause last summer on top of the max contract. Um, why they did it, I, you know, they thought it was a sign of their loyalty to him. I think the $250 million is a pretty good sign of their loyalty to him, but they decided to put that cherry on top, and, you know, it really kind of cost them, came back to bite them, um, because it really gave – Brad, as it's, as it's supposed to do, you know, final say on where he wanted to go. And so um, it just kind of limited the available trades that the Wizards would be able to make for him uh, because he could say, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to agree to that trade. You know, it's the same in baseball when you give no trade clauses to players um, in the NBA. I think it is I believe it's eight years service and four years with the same team uh, makes you eligible for it. Uh, 
but nobody else in the league had it because it's, it gives the player a, a huge hammer. Um, and so uh, they did not, they could not really generate a whole lot of trade offers in part because of that, but also in part because the contract just, pretty big and onerous and, and makes it very difficult to absorb. And there's just not many teams, especially with the new capitals coming online, which um, with the new collective bargaining agreement, there's very few teams that are going to be willing to hit that, that second tax line and undergo the really kind of massive financial penalties that are going to be assessed to teams that do that in terms of not being able to use exceptions to sign players, not being able to trade draft picks to acquire players. I mean, the league really is going to make it hard for teams to, to kind of blow through the luxury tax thresholds. Um, but the Suns, you know, with their new ownership are willing to, to at least, get close to it or do it for a year or skirt it or, or not skirt it, but, but go through it. And uh, they found a partner, um, but the Suns obviously didn't offer them very much because they don't have any draft inventory and uh, they didn't, you know, they're not going to give you Durant or, or Booker obviously. So uh, the Wizards were just kind of desperate to get Beal's contract off their books and they did. And so, um, who else was in on this to the point where this trade that is from just again reading it and and who went back to the Wizards and how good Beal is on the court is viewed as such a yeah. steal. Um yeah. but so so how that this 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 deal that the Wizards accepted was the best one. <laughs> who who else yeah. was in on well, this? I mean, Miami was the other team and you know, I'm not sure if what I, I don't know this. I don't know if Beal said, I don't want to go to Miami, which I think I would be surprised if he said that, or mm-hmm. if Miami just said, we're going to move on because I think they certainly want to try and make a play for Damian Lillard, you know, and that may be their priority now. Um, but well, I'll put it this way. Bradley made it clear that he wanted to go to Phoenix, right? So, so the heat trade would have been Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson and, and some first round picks, um, and I think the Wizards, if if you gave them true serum, would tell you that they wanted to take that deal because of the draft, the first-round picks that were attached to it. Um, but at the end of the day, if Brad wants to go to Phoenix, um, they had to make that deal because he would not have approved the deal to Miami as long as the Phoenix deal was still valuable. And I guess it, was, it still was as Matt Ishbia was determined to kind of make another splash and, and improve his team. Senior NBA columnist from The Athletic, David Aldridge, here on The Rich Eisen Show. And let's talk about the effect on the Suns. So does this mean DeAndre Ayton might be on the move because the amount of money for four players is so insane? Or is Matt Ishbia just going to say, screw it, Uh, I hired Frank Vogel, and we're going to go with Ayton and Booker and Durant and Beal and try and knock off a Nuggets team that looked to be quite invincible in the playoffs? I mean... I think that my guess is that that Aiton will they will explore moving Aiton simply because they need more bodies, right? I mean, they just they just need more players on their roster. So if you can if you can turn DeAndre Aiton's thirty million dollars into three ten million dollar players or two fifteen million dollar players, um, you probably would do that just so that you have more more depth on your roster. So 
I'm guessing that's what they will probably explore. Um, they certainly are going to have to, you know, convince uh, more than one veteran free agent to kind of take less money to play for the veteran minimum to have a chance to win a championship. Um, now that, you know, that could happen. They could, they could do that. Uh, and they've got some guys currently on their roster that they can resign, you know, like, you know, TJ Warren, there's a few veteran guys on that team that are, that, you know, they would like to bring back. So it's not like they won't be able to feel the team, but it, but yeah, I certainly think that Aiton, um, I would I would be surprised if Aiton was still on the roster just because he's the last piece they have in terms of you know talent and contract that they can maybe get turn into two or three players. Yeah, and as I mentioned at the top of my show, David, this this trade is fascinating not only because it involves an all star and Bradley Beal, it's just the the ripple in the pond of the NBA on draft week um, has so many. Um, you know, it, it it it's a huge splash to say the least. Yeah. Uh, and and that's where I, I want to land with Chris Paul here because mm-hmm. now Paul is on the Wizards, and um, part of your uh, coverage was talking about Washington wanting to hold on to Paul just to trade him. They're not going to cut him. Is that still your your belief? Forty eight hours later, right now. David? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I mean, I think that's their intent. Now, certainly, I mean, obviously, Chris Paul wants to play for the Lakers or the Clippers. I'm not. I don't know which one is more important to him. I think they both are viable for different reasons for him. Um, he certainly doesn't want to play for the Wizards. I mean, I think that's that's obvious that at, at 38, he wants to be on a contender um, for the last couple of years of his career, and the Wizards are not going to be a contender for a while. Um, but it's just a question of you know are the Wizards obligated to release him so he can just go sign with the Lakers or the Clippers on a minimum deal? Now, certainly they want to sign him to a minimum deal and don't want to spend, you know, bring his 30 million or his, well, it's 28 million guaranteed for next year onto their books. But the Wizards are under no obligation to, to do that for him. I mean, you know, everybody respects Chris Paul and knows what he's done for the game, but the Wizards business they have to protect you know they have to protect their interests and the best thing for them to do is to trade him and get you know either a young player or players or more realistically get some draft picks out of the deal um because all they got from denver was a bunch of second round picks you know they didn't get it they didn't get any first round picks um there's some pick swaps, but they're so far down the road, it, it, it's not going to matter, um, right? It's not going to matter, at least in the short term. So I think that um, they will hold out for a while, at least, to see if they can generate a trade with either the Lakers or the Clippers. And I think there's a chance they could try to get a third team involved that maybe has some draft capital that, that they wouldn't mind putting into the deal for a young veteran and expanding the deal. The Wizards do have a couple of young players that maybe teams would be interested in, like Corey Kispert and Denny Avdia. Um, so I could see a third team maybe being interested in one of those teams, or maybe even the Lakers or Clippers being interested in one of those players. But um, at the end of the day, the Wizards, I think, goal is to try to get some draft capital um, out of – trading Chris Paul, you know, back out West. Well, I mean, and that's down the road or potentially maybe even later this week, who knows, um, or when Mm -hmm. the new league year begins, David Aldridge of the athletic here in the rich Eisen show, but the most immediate 
newsiest, juiciest item that Chris Paul threw out there in an interview with the New York Times on Monday, David, uh, mm-hmm. outside of the fact that he found out from his 14-year-old in a text that he'd been traded, happy Father's Day to him, um, but but him saying how how the sons wanted to go in a different direction, and he said Matt, naming Ishbia, the owner, and Isaiah, meaning yeah. Thomas. Is, is yeah. Isaiah Thomas in the ear of the owner of the sons and giving him ideas or influencing him in a way that that Chris Paul doesn't mention James Jones, the general manager of the Suns, when he says about going in a different direction, David? Well, it certainly was, you know, it was certainly rumored during the playoffs because Isaiah was at, at you know, several Suns games, I think, in, in uh, Phoenix. Um, that And it and someone, I can't, I'm trying to remember, and I don't want to put anybody's name out there to, if, if I don't know exactly, but I know someone wrote that he was going to have some sort of, official role with the team and the team denied it and said that wasn't true but it's i mean it certainly appears that that isaiah thomas has some sort of you know kitchen cabinet type of role with with matt ishbia um in terms of advising him on potential trades and things so um that does not surprise me um but i i think at the end of the day you know this is matt ishbia really trying to drive this train he's been very (laughs) upfront about his intent um, and his his aggressiveness, um, you know, moved quickly to fire Monty Williams and hire Frank Vogel to be the coach. And the first thing out of the, the first movie made seconds after acquiring the team was to trade half the team and all of their draft picks <laughs> for Kevin Durant. So he's he's been intentional about his what he wants to do with that team, and and this certainly falls in line with with that. Um, getting Bradley Beal, you know, for not very much, in all frank, in all honesty, and that's not a criticism of Chris Paul or Landry Shamet, but you know, for a three-time All-Star, I think most people thought you would get something more in terms of draft picks and draft capital. Um, so yeah, I mean, Matt Ishby has been incredibly aggressive about it and has that team poised to challenge the Nuggets, I think, and the, and the Lakers and Clippers and Warriors uh, at the top of the Western Conference next year. The Athletic Senior NBA columnist David Aldridge, a couple more minutes left with him right here on the Rich Eisen Show. The Tuesday before the NBA draft, is Damian Lillard in play over the next 48 hours, sir? Uh, you know, I, I don't, I think, I think it's possible. I'll say that. I think it's possible. I know Miami is trying very hard to, to make that happen. Um, at the end of the day, I think Dame's got to give the go, no go, you know, like it's going to be up to him to, to decide how, how much, how hard he wants to push this. Um, and it depends. I think if the, if the Blazers can turn that third pick into the type of all-star level player that, that Dame would want to play with in Portland. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a tall order. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't see Jalen Brown on the horizon, you know, for for the Blazers uh, or someone of, of that caliber. Um, now, as you get closer to the draft, people get make their best offers, right? So it's I'm not saying it's not possible, but uh, right now I don't see a scenario where the Blazers are going to get the type of player that. I think Lillard wants to play with for that third pick, and and then the Blazers also have to. Rich, they also have to consider that 
the chances of them being having a pick this high and being able to take someone as good as either Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson in the future is not very high. This is probably the best chance they're going to have in a very long time to take a real potential difference-making talent at the top of a draft. And, you know, you do have to think about your future if you're the Blazers. So, you know, it's a, it's a tough call for, for them. I mean, you know, they it's a tough call. Um, I, I'm not sure which direction I would go in, but I think that they have to come out of this draft knowing that, Either Lillard's going to be there the rest of his career or they're going to move on from him. I don't think they want to go into another offseason with this kind of uncertainty. And what about Zion Williamson? Is he is he in play over the next 48 hours, do you think? Uh, I'm, less, I'm, I'm less certain that that's going to happen. I know that that was, you know, written about or rumored uh, a few days ago, but I don't, I don't get the sense that that's something that, the Pelicans are, are, you know, just dead set on doing. Um, certainly there's concern about Zion going forward, and there's certainly concern about his ability to stay healthy and, and to, to play games. Um, but that particular trade that the, was rumored about the third pick, I don't think has legs at all. Um, you know, does that mean they wouldn't, they wouldn't be pushing for a deal – you know, maybe after July 1st, I can't say that that's not possible, but I don't think that particular deal is in play right now. And just, you know, last one for you, David, um, this NBA draft week, it just seems it's so full of intrigue, even though we know who's number one overall. But the the, right. the, the way that Victor Wembanyama has captured, you know, the YouTube audience and, yeah, and the right. Twitterverse and what have you just makes him fascinating. Right. And then, you know, Greg Popovich's future and that conversation along with who goes two, who goes three, what does that mean for Lillard? Is he in play? Yeah. Is Zion in play? The John Morant 25-game suspension, um, uh, all of this news. Is this the, uh, I guess, juiciest draft week you can recall, David, um, in recent memory it, here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's certainly up there because of the, you know, you start with the intrigue about Wembenyama, right? I mean, even though we know he's going to San Antonio, he's just everybody's kind of a buzz as to what does that what does that mean for the Spurs? How are they going to handle it? What are they going to do? It creates this kind of own energy, and then you just have so many teams. I think it's six or seven that have more than one first round pick, mm -hmm. right? So just knowing that teams are not normally interested in signing, you know, two or three players to guarantee money and with the first round pick. So you know that a lot of those picks are going to be in play. There's going to be a lot of people moving up and down. And there's teams that don't have first round picks that want to get into the first round. So there's going to be a lot of movement. You got the Lillard factor, certainly. Um, I think that was another part of why the Wizards moved quickly is that they just didn't want to be the person holding the bag with no dance partner, right? At the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, these trades go fast, and then all of a sudden people are very different 48 hours later in terms of players, picks, whatever they whatever they traded for and whoever they traded. So, um, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of activity between now and Thursday, and certainly on Thursday there's going to be a lot of activity. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even mentioned the Warriors, the Knicks trying to improve what's going on with the Celtics. It's just a, 
a heck of a lot going on while we watch uh, Jokic at the racetrack, you know, in Serbia. <laughs> uh, it's pretty amazing. Right. David, thanks for the right. time. Uh, as always, greatly appreciate you making me smarter. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rich. At David Aldridge, D.C. on Twitter. I follow him. You should as well. The Athletic Senior NBA columnist David Aldridge here on The Rich Eisen Show. I have a question for you, gents, and, Ooh, um, okay. and it's coming. All right. And I, and I, want, I want to hear from you. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Just during that conversation with David Aldridge, I'm like, I, I want to ask my, my guys a question on the NBA. It's a, who would you rather have? That's oh, next. This these. is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I've got a question for you guys, and I need an answer. This is Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. I have answers. Talk to me. Here we go. React. This is Sports Talk Radio, even though it's on television on the Roku channel. Yeah. One of the hottest streaming services, uh, streaming platforms out there. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. Hey. Just check out the Hollywood Reporter today. Hey. At any rate, done talking industry. Let's talk sports talk. <laughs> Ready? Because we just had David Aldridge on the show. I said, is Damien Lillard in play this week? And he's kind of like, maybe. Is Zion Williamson in play this week? He's like, it's rumored, but I doubt it, but maybe. You can only have one. Who do you take? Now, you might sit here and just, oh, it's Lillard. It's Lillard. But Zion. Zion's got more runway. He's got more runway. Longer he's he's gonna play longer in this league if he can stay. We, we think maybe, right? Okay, okay, okay. Now, Rich, now you can only have on. one. Now, obviously, Wait. I know what you're gonna say, TJ. I know exactly what you're gonna say. How? I don't How? know. Because <laughs> one can instantly put the Larry OB in your case right now. It's <laughs> true. The other one can put potential multiple ones, one would think, if he stays healthy and he or he could just in the team, be in a new environment in Zion and yeah. one could put multiple kids in your team daycare center. Hey oh. Look at this guy over there. Well, Rich, have you been I've been up to speed. You're up to speed. It, it okay. made it made it all the way to Israel. You're making all the way up. Okay, good. It did. All right. 
I mean, Zion might be Oliver Miller. I mean, for all we know. Nah, come on, bro. That's really that's a that's a that's a that's that's quite a a, a hefty yeah, um, a, take. You don't even believe that. All right. Uh, Who wants gosh, to? Okay, T.J. Jefferson. I mean, you can only oh, have man. one. You can't. You don't have enough prospects. You don't. Have, you don't have enough pick swaps on planet Earth to get both. Okay, this is a great question, Rich. Thank I think you. it all boils you. down to Thank you. like what your team construct looks like. It's like, you know, do you have a bunch of vets and this oh. is the missing piece? Do you have a runway, like you said? But if I'm talking right now, today, and yes. I want to win now. By the way, uh, by I, the way, I appreciate your nuanced setup. Mm-hmm. Forget the nuance. Forget the nuance. What do you got? I, I think I'm going to have to send a flight up to the Pacific Northwest and uh, put a Dame Dollar. On it and fly him to wherever I'm at and win now, this year, right now, today. Because, Dame, you know what you're getting. Oh, yeah. You know what you're getting. You're getting somebody who is as rock solid as there is off the court. And there is somebody as rock solid as you can get on the court who is ready to put a ring on his finger and will do everything and wake up in the morning and go to sleep at night. And in between, do nothing but try and get that ring. Yeah. Now, Zion could be that guy. Zion's been a beast when he's out there. It just appears that he's up to some other, you know, endeavors. Yeah. I mean, he's rock solid, too. Okay. All right. So, stop it. (laughs) So, you choose Damian Lillard. I'm taking Dame. You're taking the known commodity. The known commodity. 32-year-old. Who are you taking? Who are you taking? Who are you taking? Chris Brockman. Uh, I'm going to roll the dice with Zion. Oh. I'm going to roll the dice that my culture will reel him in a You're little gonna bit. You're going to do it. Gonna You're, I'm his, the guy that can do it. We're going to get he's him. He's the guy that can do we're it. Gonna it's get him culture? We're going to get him down to like no, 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 no. 265. We're going to put out, put away the soda bottles, maybe turn off Pornhub and just kind of like Which hub? focus. <laughs> And well, he's, he's and not watching that. He's Hub Arkush for it. Hub Arkush? 20, you know, he's a 28 and 10 guy when he's healthy. I'm rolling the dice. 114 games. Because that's, by the way, 2000. this is always going to be the opinion of Zion. somebody who acquires Zion Williamson. We, we can do it. We can, we've got the program here. We've got the culture. We've got. You don't think he culture could whip Zion into shape? Oh, I think so. Have you been to Miami? Yes. Yo, Pat Riley has like you got to have a certain body fat percentage to play for that. Oh, like yeah, they yeah, will no. get him in shape. Oh, I've been to Miami. If you're the road team, it's tough to win there. Yeah, you've been to Miami. Well, Chris. Zion's a home. He's be the home team. Yeah. So you know what that means? He lives there. Well, that means all. Of... Uh, let's not get too loose here, guys. <laughs> yeah, you've made stop. your points. You've made your points. <laughs> you've already pushed the envelope enough. I'm, I'm taking a Dame's, look, the... Dame's going to be 33. He's going to be you know 45, 50 million dollars a year. That's a lot. I know Zion just signed his max, but he's. 23. He's 10 years younger. The upside is tremendous. Uh, I'm, I'm rolling the dice as I am. Breaking the tie. I am breaking the tie. There's a tie. Okay. I'm about to break it. Break it. Number zero in your program. Come on. One in your heart, man. You, you, love, you love Dame like a son. Uh, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> He's an honorary Eisen. Damian Eisen? <laughs> yeah. He's an honorary Eisen. What was, time is it? Was he on the trip with you? He was, <laughs> did, did he was, <laughs> if he was on the trip with me, I would have Instagrammed him out. <laughs> you would have As I did the minute he showed up on the I Super Bowl set. On NFL Network, when Nate Burleson turned around and goes, waves to Damian Lillard, come on up here. And Damian got up there, and I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> My favorite. 
Dame Eisen. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. Last couple of years, injury. Uh, 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 uh. I mean, that is I true. am taking the last couple of years, and I'm throwing that out the door. Yeah. He's still deep down, that guy who's going to launch from the logo and then stare right in the camera that's coming right on him in the middle of the big-ass celebration <laughs> scrum that he sparked with his 45-footer with no time left pointing at his wrist. That's the guy. That's one all-time great. Which is exactly why Blazers fans Blazers. out there watching us on the Roku channel or listening to us, wherever they're listening to us, is saying, shut up. Rich. Shut your mouth. Shut your <laughs> mouth. You shut your dirty mouth. They want the Blazers to go out and break the freaking bank and get everybody else and bring them to Portland and win with that guy in that town that he has given every ounce to. Maybe they want Zion to come up to them. Well, you know. maybe. That's what they're probably thinking. Bring him here. And everybody else in the league is saying, get him out of there and bring him here. And I'm that guy too. But I totally get what you're saying, Chris. Yeah, it makes sense. I totally get what you're saying because, again, how old is Zion? 23, right? Clearly too young to know. Uh-oh, Rich. He's uh, so I'm just saying. 22. Zion's 22. So let's go. So many teams will be like, let's go. 22 years old. New Orleans didn't work out for him. We'll bring him in. The Heat. Pat Riley will whip him into shape. Spo, whip him into shape. No matter what trappings. Uh-oh. Thirst or otherwise might be off that court in Miami. I'm just saying, you know the kind of trappings that are in Miami. I'm. Oh well, wait, wait, I mean, okay. He that got would be. I don't know what you're. I, actually, I don't know what you're talking. All of you, New Orleans got him. Are TJ. confusing me. They ain't got it like Miami. I'm like though. unfrozen caveman husband. <laughs> I know none of these trappings. You're, you speak your your terms confuse me. But I'm taking Damian Lillard. If, I, if he's if he's out there right now, I am going there and I'm getting him. It's out I'm there. Saying, Rich Eisen show vote. Who'd your team rather can, trade for? Only week? you can only get one. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I love Zion with the Duke, but the 114 games in four seasons. That's it. Top five wildest stories that occurred while I was out of the chair over the last 10 days. <laughs> That's go. coming up next. Oh, I can't wait. Albert Breer in hour Breer. number two with what yeah. happened in Buffalo over the last week and so much more in the NFL. 